Welcome to the Wellness Mentality Podcast. My name is Kara. I'm your host as well as a mental health coach. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned throughout my personal mental health journey to help you as you move forward on your own path and to show you that we're all in this together. Welcome back to the Wellness Mentality Podcast. It's been quite a while since I recorded a podcast. I believe it was back in December when I last posted a podcast and it's now April and I've been wanting to get back into it and I've had a couple ideas to do podcast episodes, but I just haven't taken the time to sit down and actually record a podcast. So today is the day and I actually want this podcast episode to be a little bit different. Normally, I write out notes and have all of the, these ideas written out. I know what I'm going to say, but today I have a topic, but I don't have what I'm going to say written out. So it's just going to be a little bit more casual. I've got my tea here next to me. I have the fireplace channel on my Roku playing on my TV. So we've got casual vibes happening right now. So a few weeks ago, I went on Instagram and asked for some podcast ideas because I knew it had been a while since I recorded one. And sometimes it's hardest to just come up with the content ideas, come up with what I should talk about on the podcast. And somebody suggested that I do a podcast episode on how to overcome bad days. And I think that that's a great topic. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I waited until I had a couple bad days and I really thought about what I do to bounce back from it, to make myself feel better. And I do want to share my tips and talk about what helps me personally, but I think in general, some of the things that you want to do when you're having a bad day are going to be unique to you because not everything that somebody else does is going to make you feel better and vice versa. So part of being able to get over a bad day and being emotionally resilient, being able to bounce back from heavy emotions is actually emotional awareness and just building that awareness around how you feel, why you're feeling that way, how are you going to start to feel better, what's going to help you get over those feelings. So again, some of it is going to be individualized and not everything that I say in this podcast is going to help you and not everything that helps you is going to help me. So just keep that in mind that you might need to do some discovery, some searching, some introspection to see what it is that you really need help with, what sort of emotions do you need support with on your bad days. So with that in mind, my one biggest tip when it comes to bad days is... First, deciding whether you just need to pick me up or do you need to actually dive into those feelings deeper and process whatever you're going through. So that's going to be the main decision. Do I need to just find a way to bring my energy levels up, bring my mood back to normal, or is this something that's heavy that's actually weighing on me and I need to process it? Once you figure that out, you can go down whatever route is going to be best for you in that situation. And this is actually something that I teach in my program, The Free Mind Formula. There's a module on emotional resilience and you create an emotional resilience plan. And that is the first step in the emotional resilience plan. You need to decide if you need to dive into your feelings deeper or if you just need a distraction, you need something to kind of pick you up out of that mood. And it's so important because the if you really think about it, the actions and the behaviors are going to be so different depending on which route you need to go down. So for example, if I realized, okay, these are some heavy feelings, I'm going through something that I really need to process and I haven't had a chance to actually process it. I'm going to slow way down. 
I'm not going to put pressure on myself to have everything together. I'm not going to try to pick myself up and get out of the bad mood as fast as possible. I'm going to just slow down and sit with my emotions, be with the sadness or the anger or whatever negative feelings I'm experiencing. Just be present and notice exactly how it feels. And I always like to become aware of how emotions feel in my body. I think that that gives you so much emotional awareness. It helps you build a better understanding of what emotions you're feeling because sometimes you can experience a few emotions at once or you're just not exactly sure what exactly you're feeling. Emotions can be confusing sometimes and it's not always super easy to identify exactly what you're feeling. But if you pay attention to your body and how emotions feel in your body, you might be able to identify them a little bit easier. So. An example would be sadness feels really heavy in your chest and it might just feel like an aching in your chest or like a hole in your chest. Anger would be your hands might feel like really hot and you might feel like you have explosive energy bottling up inside your chest or your torso. And this is one of my favorite ways to look at my emotions and describe them because emotions are really just a an experience of sensations in your body and then we try to rationalize them and think about them and use logic to figure out exactly what we're feeling and why but at its core each emotion is just a sensation that we're experiencing so again if if we're going down the route that i need to process my feelings i'll just try to sit with my feelings slow down be present and identify what I'm feeling. Then I'll think about, okay, what triggered this feeling in me? What brought this up? Sometimes it's a really clear answer, like something had just happened, maybe um, you got in a little car accident and now you're all shaken up and you're also angry at the person who hit you. Maybe it's really easy to identify why you're upset, but sometimes it's not as easy and sometimes there's even not a specific reason that you are feeling something. Sometimes emotions just come up and there's not necessarily going to be a clear cause and effect relationship with your feelings. So again, you just want to build a lot of awareness around your feelings. What is it that you're feeling? Why do you think you're feeling this way? And then you want to take a few actions to help you process the feeling. Personally, if I really need to process something, I will either talk to somebody about it. So talk to a friend about it, um, talk to a therapist about it, or journal. And journaling is always good because you don't always have somebody that you can talk to. There's not always going to be somebody available. And journaling for me helps me get my thoughts out. If I just think about the thoughts and I'm not journaling them, I tend to go in circles and think about the same thing and then I'm kind of just ruminating on it. But when I can journal, then I can write it down and it gets those initial thoughts out of the way, then it can kind of go down from there and make some progress in what I'm actually thinking. So I'm not going in a circle, but more so like a straight line with my thoughts. And it actually leads me to more insight and understanding. Another great way to process your feelings is to cry and to let your feelings out. A lot of people are afraid to express their feelings and afraid to cry because there's this stigma around emotions and mental health that if you feel emotions, if you have heavy emotions, that that somehow makes you weak or if you express your feelings to somebody that somehow makes you weak. And it absolutely does not. 
I don't know how that stigma started, but I wish it was gone. And <laughs> I hopefully will be part of erasing that stigma because I think that that stigma itself is so harmful. It forces people to hide their feelings and not reach out for help. And then they just shove their feelings down. They're trying to be strong. And it just is not a healthy way to deal with feelings. Feelings are a very natural part of the human experience and they actually enrich life. They give life more meaning and more value because if you imagine life without any feelings, without the negative feelings, without the positive feelings, it would be very bland and you wouldn't really enjoy anything because you wouldn't have that feeling of enjoyment or happiness. So it doesn't make sense to detach yourself from feelings or try to pretend like you're not upset or try to pretend like you're not sad or hurting. It doesn't help anything and those feelings actually just get pushed further and further down and you carry them with you. If you have unprocessed feelings, you just carry them with you throughout your life. So it's really important when you are having a bad day or when you are having heavy feelings, you need to take the time to experience your feelings and process through them. So again, don't be afraid to cry. Please cry if you are sad. And if you have other feelings, you can find a different way to express them. Um, for example, anger is sometimes a very overwhelming feeling and it feels very explosive. And there can be a lot of harmful ways to express anger that are either hurtful to yourself or to other people. And if you go back to feeling anger in your body, it feels like, again, explosive anger. You might feel some adrenaline. So what you want to do to get rid of that is something physical, like exercising. Even lifting weights or doing something that's physically demanding is going to help you release that anger from your body. If you're feeling something like loneliness or even jealousy or something where you feel kind of empty inside, then definitely try to reach out to somebody. Even just expressing your appreciation for somebody and connecting with them in that way will be really beneficial because if you think about um, when you feel empty inside, if you think about somebody that you love, your heart fills with love and if you can express that to them, it's such a good way to feel like you're filling yourself up and you can just send a quick message and say, hey, I love you, I really appreciate you, thanks for being in my life and you'll notice that you feel less lonely and you feel less empty inside because you just filled up your heart with love. <laughs> and it sounds so silly, but just connecting with other people, even just thinking about people that you love is a really good way to take care of that loneliness feeling. And the last step for going down that route of processing your feelings is to be very gentle with yourself. When you do dive deeper into your feelings and you open them up to process them, you need to be gentle with yourself and be compassionate and don't force anything. Sometimes it's really hard to be kind to yourself, but this is a great opportunity to practice that because you're being vulnerable, you're opening up, you're expressing and processing your feelings, and you just need to allow yourself to bounce back slowly. And you can think of processing your feelings like a book or like a journey. There's going to be a beginning, the middle is going to be kind of chaotic and crazy, but then at the end, it all kind of wraps up and comes to a conclusion. In that end part, well, throughout the whole thing, you want to be very gentle with yourself, but in that end part, you don't want to rush it. You just want to let everything 
fall back into place slowly rather than trying to just jump back into your life and oh now that I felt my feelings I'm perfectly fine it's going to just kind of ease away slowly so listen to your body listen to your feelings and let your mood come back to normal naturally so on the other hand if you need a pick-me-up so you don't want to dive into your feelings either maybe you're just mentally or emotionally exhausted and you can't process your feelings or maybe you don't have any of those heavy feelings and there's nothing for you to process but it's just kind of an off day and things like aren't going great and it's just something that you need a pick-me-up a distraction from little things that are happening if you go down that route you want to think about things that you love doing and think about friends that you have that would be really good for a pick-me-up. They might not be the same friends that you want to dive into your feelings with and process your feelings with, but it's still important to reach out to somebody so that they can help distract you and get you out of your head a little bit. So if I'm having a bad day and I just need to pick me up, I always make sure that I go spend some time outside. And I try to spend time outside almost every day, but when I'm in a bad mood and when I'm having a bad day, the last thing that I want to do is like make myself get up or get ready to go somewhere. But I know that that's the best thing for me because as soon as I go outside, I feel so much better. And when I'm having a bad day, it's almost like the self-sabotaging comes out just because I'm in a bad mood. And so I want to just stay inside and be sad or be upset. But when I actually decide to go outside i feel so much better so be aware that that's something that might happen to you as well you might just automatically want to self-sabotage or turn to very negative coping mechanisms but you have the opportunity to decide something different than what your brain is telling you to do and the more that you can choose those positive coping behaviors over the negative coping behaviors the easier it's going to be for you to bounce back the quicker you're going to be able to bounce back it's just sometimes you're going to feel that friction and that battle within you and you just need to decide to do what is actually going to be beneficial for you in the long run so again i love to go outside i normally like to put on music or a podcast because sometimes one of my self-sabotaging or negative coping behaviors is to isolate and putting on music or a podcast gets me out of my head and makes me think about something else so that I'm not internalizing everything and hiding everything but I'm focusing on something that's external from me and that seems to be really helpful for me. I also try to make sure that I'm eating healthy food like vegetables and fruits because when your body feels good it's easier for your mind to feel good and there's such a strong connection between mind and body that it's important for you to drink water and eat healthy food if you have been feeling bad or if you're having a bad day at least nourish your body in that way give yourself one healthy meal another thing that i do is try to straighten up my area so if i need to clean up where i live that's always a really good thing for me to do to overcome a bad day or to bounce back from it because when you take care of your external environment, your internal environment improves as well. Lastly, I love to go on a drive and turn the music on and just drive around. That is so therapeutic to me for some reason, but that's just one thing that I really love to do if I am having a bad day and it also gets me out of the house. So anything that you can do to kind of bring yourself out of your mind, out of overthinking, out of, out of the negative feelings that you're experiencing is really good for you. 
So that's pretty much it. Again, to recap, you want to first decide if you need to process your feelings and dive into them deeper, or if you just need to pick me up and kind of a distraction to be able to bounce back from little things that are bothering you throughout the day. And just be patient with yourself. There's no need to force yourself to be okay when you're not okay. That is actually even more harmful than just being sad or being upset is trying to force yourself out of it. It just doesn't work. You need to actually take the time to acknowledge your feelings, feel them, and then move on from there. I know it can be very frustrating when you're having a bad day. For me particularly, I get so frustrated when I'm not in a good mood because I'm not as productive. I'm also just irritated with everything that's happening around me. And it sucks sometimes and you want to be better as soon as possible. But you can't just force it. You just need to take care of yourself. Do little behaviors throughout the day that will make you feel better. And those negative feelings will start to ease away. And very last tip is actually if you struggle with bouncing back from bad days, I would recommend that you take some time to think about what always makes you feel better and create a list of coping skills or things that always make you feel better and write that down and have that available to you for the next bad day that you have or the next time that you're having those heavy feelings because once you're in the moment it's so hard to come up with things that'll make you feel better or you just don't think it's going to help or it's hard to convince yourself to do them but if you can think about it ahead of time and you already know what's going to help you and you have that list right in front of you you can just take a look at that list when you are feeling upset and when you're feeling bad and you can just follow what's on the list and start to feel better. So I hope this episode was helpful. If you want to share with me your tips for overcoming a bad day, you can message me on Instagram at Wellness. And if you are currently having a bad day, I hope you know that it's going to get better. It absolutely will, even though that is so cliche to say it's absolutely going to get better. And just be gentle with yourself, be patient, and I'm sending you a lot of love and care and warmth so you can feel better. So I hope you have a good day and I'll see you next time on the Wellness Mentality Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, post a screenshot of this podcast on your story and tag me at Kara Cole Wellness. And I'll see you next time on the Wellness Mentality Podcast.